I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Okay, chickens, we're... Jumping back to the 80s, uh, we've got Concorde, uh, it's Time Flight Part 1. Uh, Concorde is uh, flying, it's supersonic, about to slow down and land at Heathrow. Um, there's lots of chat with the tower at Heathrow, uh, then there's a weird noise and they can't contact the plane. Um, the stewardesses are collecting drinks from the passengers, uh, the plane is flying but the controller says it's becoming intermittent, um, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> the stewardesses uh, announce their landing and then it vanishes. Oh. Um, and then in the control tower, they're like, we've lost Gold Victor Foxtrot. Uh, they're in the TARDIS now. Uh, and the doctor comes in and says, the crew of the freighter have been returned to their own time. Um, Nissa says the cyber fleet's disbanded and Tegan is furious. I mean, that's normal, but she's particularly furious today. Uh, <laughs> she's like... Um, she's like, great, you make it sound like a shopping list. Adric's dead. Uh, she wants the doctor to go back and save him. And Tegan says, you know, the freighter could crash. Adric doesn't have to be on board. We've all said that a number of times. Um, and the doctor has, you know, saved people in the nick of time at various times. And the doctor's like, some rules just can't be broken. Um, <laughs> Adric had a choice and this is what he wanted. Oh, this is, uh, this is dark um so adric died at the end of earth shock um spoiler for when we watch that one uh, <laughs> uh tegan and nissa say they're gonna miss him um the doctor says i'll miss him too and he's decided to cheer them up by going to the great exhibition at crystal palace um he does end up going there i think as the eighth doctor with uh charlie maybe and he hangs out with Wellington. Does he go with Carers as well? I can't remember. It's a. Uh, I remember it being quite a good one. Um, anyway, uh, the Doctor is excited because he thinks, "Oh, I might stop in at Lords and see Wisden and Pilch." Um, I'm. I think that's a cricket thing. <laughs> no, I know Wisden is a cricket thing because the the almanac, the cricket almanac that comes out every year with everyone's stats and everything, is called the Wisden. 
Um, so yeah, it's named after that guy. Uh, so the TARDIS kind of lurches and then they're like, oh my God, we're going to crash. There's some other ship drawing them in, Nissa says. Um, if we don't materialize, we'll be destroyed. Nissa is so dramatic. Um, in the control tower at Heathrow, the operator says, something just manifested. Uh, on the same flight path as the missing missing Concorde, um, the TARDIS is floating above the uh, the runway at Heathrow, very unconvincingly. Um, and the Doctor's like, "We should be somewhere above Hyde Park." And he opens the scanner, and there's Heathrow below them. Uh oh. Tegan's like, "We could be the path in the path of an oncoming aircraft." Um, then we're inside the, one of the terminals at uh, Heathrow, and then uh, an announcement from Air Australia says there's a delay at Heathrow due to the weather. Um, and the TARDIS lands in a terminal building and Tegan's like, oh, the authorities will go mad. Um, and a security guard sees the TARDIS on one of the levels. Uh, the doctor's busying about the console and then he runs out. Uh, <laughs> Nissa says to, to Tegan, oh, the TARDIS will be perfectly camouflaged here because we're on Earth. And Tegan's like, it's the 80s. Police boxes went out with flower power. <laughs> Um, the doctor returns with a newspaper. He says, I don't know what English cricket is coming to. Oh, my God. He's obsessed. I love it. Um, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the police and the security guards are all arriving. And then we're in an office and some airport boss is furious about losing an entire Concord full of people. And he doesn't care about a police box in Terminal 1. Now, this is weird because, like, from memory, Qantas used to land at Terminal 4. And there is no Australian Airlines, so this is all doolally. Um, and then he gets the security boss on the phone to talk to whoever's in Terminal 1. And uh, he's like, oh, I've got VIPs waiting in Concord in Terminal 3. Uh, the control tower control guy is sitting in this office explaining what happened when the Concord disappeared. And the boss of security asks... Uh, the doctor, he's gone downstairs now. He's asked the doctor if he's responsible for the box. And the doctor's like, well, I try to be. Um, he wants him to open it up. And the doctor's like, oh, contact the unit and speak to Sir John Sudbury. Um, so the security boss gets back and the big boss is on the phone with Sir John. Um, and now the doctor has full security clearance and is to be briefed on the missing Concorde. Oh, Unit, what a way to just skip through all those formalities of arresting people and locking them up and then not believing them for about two episodes. It used to happen in the Patrick Troughton days, <laughs> like when he went to Gatwick <laughs> um, in the faceless ones. Uh, so, um, Tegan wants to leave and go to the Great Exhibition. This is weird because she's wanted to go to Heathrow. The entire time she's been in the TARDIS, she's just like, I want to go back, I want to go back, I want to go back. Now that she's back, she's like, I want to go, I want to go to the past. <laughs> um, Nissa says something about, oh, it could be cross-tracing on the space-time axis. I have no idea what any of that means. Bless her. I don't think Nissa does either. Um, out in the snow, there's uh, some flight crew approaching Concord, uh, and they've got some special equipment that needs to be loaded on, and then we see the TARDIS being wheeled over with a forklift. <laughs> Um, in the office, Bossy Boss wants to know why it has to be another Concorde. The doctor says it needs to follow the same route, same height, same speed. Um, and he's like, he doesn't seem to believe the doctor's idea that it flew into a time warp. Um, the doctor, Tegan and Nisa get driven out to the Concorde. Tegan says she saw it once on the tarmac at Melbourne, which she must have been 10 years old because it only came to Australia on demonstration flights in the early 70s. So, um, 
Yeah, it should have been 10, 12. Because <laughs> um, apparently Concorde needed to refuel twice to get to Australia. so And that only had 100 seats. So that is one expensive flight. And I don't think they ever thought it was going to make enough money. Um, so the Doctor, Tegan and Nissa go up some rusty old stairs to the plane. Um, while jaunty synthesizer music plays. Uh, and, and they're greeted by Captain Stapley. Um, d- the Doctor introduces Nissa and Tegan, but you don't see them because they're too cramped. <laughs> it's just the Doctor there. He goes, oh, this is Nissa and Tegan. It's somewhere. Um, then the Concorde takes off and folds up its wheels. Uh, golf hell for Charlie. is scheduled to approach in four minutes. That's in the control centre. Um, and the Doctor's in the cockpit with the crew. And says, they're like, well, if, if we do go through like a time warp, like, well, how are we going to get back? He goes, oh, that's what the TARDIS is for. And they're like, really? That box? And he looks chagrined. Um, <laughs> Control Tower says they're on the same flight path as the missing plane. And the doctor's down in the hold with the TARDIS going, oh, this, this Concorde is smaller on the inside than it is on the outside. Uh, he climbs in the TARDIS, which is sideways. Um, and then he falls in and on, lands on the console and reaches and presses a button and it swivels around. So the ground is the ground again. Uh, the pool must be a mess at this point. Uh, Nissa and Tegan walk in. Nissa wishes she'd known about that orchestra valve. Oh, yeah, they ended up sideways. Well, they were like on a 45 degree angle. Uh, the control center hears the weird noise again. Uh, and on the flight deck, they feel something weird and they're asking for permission to descend. And Nissa in the console room goes, Oh my God, we're time traveling. And Tegan's like, the, the road is not going up and down. And the doctor says, Oh, Concord has flown into the time contour. And then the radiation meter's on alert. The doctor turns up and says, It's centuries of galactic radiation they're passing through. And he says, They're 40,000 miles from Heathrow. And the captain hears a message giving permission to descend. Uh, meanwhile, at Heathrow, the boss man's like, We've lost another Concord. And then we cap- cut to the captain stepping off the land of Concord to say, There you go, Heathrow. And there's the snow covered field they left with the big British Airways hangar, and the doctor's confused. And Tiger's like, Oh, I feel at home getting on and off an aircraft. <laughs> it's weird after the TARDIS. Um, the doctor says uh, something about to be is to be perceived, some quote from someone. Um, and Nissa seems unnerved, and then she sees dead bodies and screams. And the doctor says, perceptual induction. Everyone concentrate. So they all concentrate and then the airport disappears. Um, (laughs) uh, They're still at Heathrow, but it's 140 million years ago. The doctor says, we must be in the Pleistocene era. And Tegan's like, oh, the Ice Age. Um, The crew want to know how they landed. And the doctor said, oh, it's like getting a tooth out under hypnosis and compares it to the Indian rope trick. And so they, now they're going to go over and find the crew and other, the other crew and passengers. And Tegan sees the other Concorde and runs off and the Doctor follows. Then there's a strange, fat Asian man with terrible skin and a crystal ball. Um, and Tegan sees a weird building on the horizon, wonders who built it. Built it. Uh, and the Doctor says, well, the answer might be there. And then he sees some, there's some crashed spaceship bizzo. So... They head over there, and Nissa says, oh my god, there's danger! One of her psychic flashes, you know how she has them. Um, the flight crew run after her, and then we see the creepy, problematic Chinese man um, <laughs> ordering the passengers to work, and then he looks at the TARDIS in his techno-crystal ball. Um, <laughs> the flight crew with Nissa see the M4, the freeway, um, but Nissa doesn't, and the captain's like, remember the Indian rope trick? And then the road disappears. Uh, the doctor's investigating the crashed spaceship, says it's been there a long time, and Tegan wants to get out of there. And one of the flight crew is explaining the Indian rope trick to Nissa, and when they see the passengers from the other plane wheeling the TARDIS away, 
Um, so the flight crew sees some people they know from the other flight and run over to them. And the other flight crew think they're in New York. And they grab them and to stop them walking away. And then weird blobby creatures appear. And then the guys are gone. And the old flight crew, the other flight crew, just wander off again. Uh, the captain and Nissa run over to see what's happening when the Doctor and Tegan arrive. And the weird, scabby, problematic Asian man is watching on his globe thing. And then creatures turn up and surround the Doctor. And then there are bubbles. And then it ends. Oh, the bubbles. I was like... <laughs> why we were doing this episode because of the bubbles from Fury of the Deep alright part two next planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.